Today's show is sponsored by Features. Receive $10 off your first pair of Features by going to Features.com and using the promo code REAL. Today's show is sponsored by Stamps.com. Head to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, enter our code LAST to get four-week trial plus free postage in a digital scale. Today's show is also sponsored by Liquid IV. One serving of Liquid IV provides the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Get 25% off your order by going to LiquidIV.com using the promo code REAL at checkout. And lastly, today's show is sponsored by Policy Genius. Policy Genius compares quotes from the top life insurance companies all in one place to help you find the best price. So if you want to check it out, PolicyGenius.com. When, you know, you've had a hard day, a hard moment with your kids, you had a stressful day at work, you come home, you pop open that glass of wine, bottle of beer, glass of wine, <laughs> you get on your phone for 30 minutes just to numb out, check out, yeah. you go online to shop, you go to a store to shop, whatever, like you're wanting to escape um, uncomfortableness or mm. maybe that was... Keep going, keep going. That's or good. Like a conflict or stress or all these things that happen in life that we deal with and we want to escape it. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where we talk about exactly that every single week. Real life, which means some episodes might be about a fight we just had, some episodes might be about potty training since we have two toddlers, and some might be about eschatological realism because I love thinking and talking about deep theological things. And maybe we'll talk about all three of those in one episode. But we hope the show feels like hanging out in our living room with us, drinking a cup of coffee as we discuss faith and family and culture and Jesus. Me and my lovely wife, Alyssa, are your hosts, and don't hesitate to hit us up or reach out on social media to say hi or comment on this week's episode. Enjoy. Hey guys, Jeff here. Quick precursor for this week's episode. Every once in a while, um, we like to do kind of what we call the greatest hits from the archives, where we try to pull from years ago uh, based on the data of the ones you guys love the most. And whether you've already listened to it, you probably have forgotten about it by then. Or if you haven't with all of our new listeners, then we hope it's an encouragement to you. So today's one of those days. We hope you enjoy it. Can't wait to hear what you guys think. Hey guys, welcome to another episode. Hey. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> if you're listening to this on iTunes, I want to let you guys know, since we've kind of done the rebrand with the Real Life Podcast, we actually fully capture video in our home studio and upload it to Facebook and to YouTube. So if you're one of those people that likes to watch podcasts, which is kind of like a new trendier thing, oh. which I actually do. I don't... I Really? I'm not going to lie, guys. I don't listen to podcasts. We make a podcast. I listen to like no one's podcast except Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> And if you ain't Malcolm Gladwell, then I ain't listening. Okay. Um, no, and here's why. We've talked about this. So I didn't know this was a new trend. Yeah, a lot of people are uploading their video of it now. Just like another way to consume it, basically, you know, and get it out there. Yeah. But I do watch video podcasts from time to time because I'm a big YouTuber. Like, I, I love watching YouTube. I love consuming on YouTube at night. Like, usually when the kids are down and we're just kind of doing our hang time and our self time. Um, that's part of my self care, which actually gets us into da, da, da. our topic this week. <laughs> Guys. Um, which, can I just say... All our topics are led by Jeff. Oh, okay, okay. Keep tooting. Keep tooting. Toot this horn. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> keep going. I just was thinking today, um, I think Jeff has a real gift of, well, I think one of his, gifti his gifting in the church is um, prophetic and prophecy and hey, a oh, prophet. That's, that's a little strong. That's a little strong. I don't know about that. Yes, you do. We've talked about this. A prophet. She just put me on blast. Yes, yeah, I am going to put you on blast. Because <laughs> you're not supposed to downplay what God's given you. Oh! So anyway, I think Jeff has a real gift for knowing um, 
what do you say? How do you say that? Pain points of the culture or where the culture is going are things that the culture is in and calling us to a better story and calling Mm -hmm. us to what does God think about that? What does God say about that? And is this, is this something that the Lord is of the Lord and we should be about as believers or is this something, you know, that we should maybe be going against the stream on? And so all these topics so far in our podcast have been thoughts that Jeff has been thinking, um, things he's been learning. And I'm so thankful to be married to him to even be thinking about those things because I feel like that's not my gifting at all. And so I'm pretty oblivious to those things. And then when he brings it up, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's talk about that. So anyway, I love that today's topic is about self-care. Which we will get to in a sec, but actually that made me think of a couple of things. First of all, thank you. I feel very humbled and I'm blushing. Oh, if you're watching this on Facebook and YouTube. Um, well, no, I think what's interesting is I've never, I don't give that much thought because I just do what I enjoy doing and what I feel like I'm kind of wired to do anyways. And I think that's a quick encouragement for you today before we get into our topic of just what are you wired to do? Just do what you like. And when you're living with the Lord and living at his feet and talking to him and in intimacy with him and in community and in a marriage or a single in a dorm room, whatever. It just kind of comes out, you know, and what, what, like what I'm trying to say is everything she just said, I like doing that for myself personally, meaning like I'm trying to think about how I'm being affected by culture and what they're doing to me and how I can tell a better story. And so then it just kind of bleeds out. It's why usually, you know, it's usually why the people that are chefs or own restaurants <clears throat> have really, really beautiful thoughts about food and the table, Yeah, you know, because it's like, so just like stuff like that of like, well, so, it's just really cool to see how people are different gifted totally so wherever you're at whatever age you're at whatever season you're at that actually is a gift there might be hard parts about it but try to find the gift in that um what else was i gonna but say you may not re- realize it because it's so natural that's what i'm tra- yeah that's and what so i was I trying to say it's important to have people in your say. life that can yeah. point it out and be like that's a gift that's not not everyone thinks like that or yeah sees the world through that lens yeah can you just can you lean down and make sure that we are recording <laughs> guys this is the real life podcast right here is, is it counting up seconds Guys, she's so pregnant that she can't bend, <laughs> can't over. bend over. We're recording. Don't worry, guys. We're recording. I just, I, you know, there's nothing worse, guys, than when you do stuff like this and then you get to the end and you're like, oh, I forgot to press record. It's kind of like when you are going on a... Uh, that was hilarious. Though. If you're on video, guys, you will see how funny that was where she tried... <laughs> we keep the recorder like... We, we record on a table and the, the recorder is kind of on side. like the apron of the table, I think is what they call it. And you tried to... Be, I don't know why I shouldn't have asked you. I should have known. But <laughs> continue. Yeah. What are you going to say? Well, it's kind of like one of those things when you're getting ready to go on a flight and you check to make sure you have your license yeah. like 10 times because the worst thing in the world is to get up to the counter and to realize you left it at home. So I don't know if anyone else is like kind of anxious about that. So totally. that's how we feel when we po- we record podcasts. Like, oh, are we recording? Are yeah, we recording? That, yeah, exactly. Let's check the numbers. Are we recording? Exactly. Okay. Um, but no, yeah. And then and the one thing I also was going to say too is, no, it, this has been really fun, guys, to bring a little bit more deeper thought and try to make people ask questions to their life on the podcast. I'm always thinking about these things. I feel like that's my default position. I'm always breaking down things, deconstructing them. But I usually leave that stuff for the books, the books I write every couple of years. But, and I always just kind of keep to myself, I think, with the internet. I don't know why, just because sometimes it's a little bit more, um, I don't know, it just gives me more space to process, but it's actually been really fun. I feel like I've found a rhythm of sharing it on Instagram, sharing it on the podcast, and we have where it's, we just really enjoy the conversation. It's, we really want to say thanks to you guys. Uh, you guys, you know, this cool thing I've been doing is I post every, every week we post the podcast on Tuesday and that day on Tuesday, I post an Instagram post with a picture that kind of, um, in the caption kind of shares like a quick snippet or a heart of the podcast and how I came to that truth or what conversation or what questions we're asking. 
And it's an, and the comments are amazing. It's, it's always my most engaged post with hundreds of comments. One of them a couple weeks ago was 900 comments, which that's the most I've ever gotten. Um, it was just crazy. It was a really cool conversation. Um, and you guys are all super nice and cordial. It's not like Facebook where everyone is just cray, right? I'm just joking. If you're watching this on Facebook, just joking. I love you. You guys are the best. You're like that. You're like that. Um, you know, like the crazy aunt at the Thanksgiving dinner where you're like, oh, I love you, auntie. You're amazing. You know, and then you're like, glad you don't see him for 364 days. Um, I don't have any ants like that. I've just heard. I've just heard. I don't have any ants like that. No, I'm totally joking. But you know what I mean? Facebook's like. <laughs> That's terrible. for. Let's just wipe that part out. Okay? No, no, keep it in. Keep it in. It was it was honestly hypothetical. It was honestly hypothetical. And so I know, but I feel like you just put the Facebookers down. No, Facebook, I love you. Okay. <laughs> you guys gave us our start. Okay. Six six years ago when the video went viral it was because of Facebook. We will always I would love be you. interested to know though how many of you are Facebookers and how many of you are Instagrammers. Meaning like we all usually have the profiles, but what's your favorite one? Like yeah. I haven't gone on Mine's okay, Instagram. I for sure. hadn't gone on Facebook for months and then I had to go on uh, a few weeks ago because mm-hmm. I was trying to sell some things on the marketplace. And all of a sudden I started scrolling through it. I'm like, I didn't even know she was pregnant. And yeah. she has a baby like multiple that times. That is funny. Well, okay. So we really got to get into this week's topic. Okay, yes. But one last thing I was going to say guys, is, all over the place. oh yeah. So we really enjoy that discussion there. And so a genuine thanks. It's really fun. I feel like it's a bright spot on the internet where everyone's just, even if they disagree with what we're saying, it's always, everyone's super nice and super fun. I really love that. So if you're listening, hop onto Instagram, you know, whenever you listen and try to maybe go back and comment on the posts or on Tuesday, you know, go start... Uh, hop in the conversation there. It's really fun for us. So we really enjoy that. And so thank you. You guys are awesome. And this has been really fun to process out loud with you guys, journey with you guys, think through things, hear the complexities of really different truths, but then maybe a different lifestyle can't apply it. So they apply it this way. It's, It's really cool. Hey guys, Jeff here. I want to take a quick break to talk about one of this week's sponsors, and that is Features. New sponsor, but a sponsor we love. And here's why. I love companies that are trying to solve a problem of something that might seem small, but actually kind of annoys you, right? What's that metaphor? Like the pebble in the shoe uh, or something of that nature. And Features does exactly that with socks. You know, I don't know about you guys, but socks are always slipping down or getting little tears and not being ideal, etc. And so they focus on literally engineering innovative high-performance socks for almost 20 years. And so they created this sock that has a custom-like fit to prevent the issues with conventional socks. So they basically tried to fix all the problems people hate about socks, which is really cool. They're trying to solve problems. Um, and again, I love them because just they're like, they're snug and like uh, perfectly fit form to the actual foot. So I love the feel. I love the look too. And it actually feels like with compression and blood flow, it does a lot when I'm working out. So they want to, um, if you don't know about them, they're awesome. So they, 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 again, it's targeted compression and it acts like a hug around the arch of your foot essentially. And it has this anatomical design that conforms to both your left and your right foot shape. So it's actually specialized and they have a lifetime guarantee. So they're really, really cool. So again, they've become the number one sock running sock in America. And so for you guys, the listeners of the real life podcast, you can receive $10 off your first pair of features by going to features.com and using my promo code real it's $10 off your first pair when you go to features f-e-e-t-u-r-e-s.com enter the promo code real at checkout again features.com promo code real $10 off okay so this week we are talking about self-care now the reason i wanted to talk about that word and that phrase is because I have some serious caution about it which i know might first of all make you go oh well, isn't it a good thing? Yes and amen. I but, mean, I love my chocolate brownies. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> that, that is the definition of self-care there, right there, guys. <laughs> if that's all we're talking about, that's fine. No, no. So we really believe in self-care. We believe it's pivotal. It's the one reason that we, um, I think, are, have such a strong 
backbone to our life and to because with toddlers and marriage and work it's like it's it's hard it's busy people think i think people think just because we work at home and we sit here and do nothing but like it's a toddlers and work and writing books and produce whatever your job is like if you're in the season of toddlers plus work plus marriage that is no matter what you're doing it's insane even single and you work full time like that's a lot yeah i would actually yeah 100 actually if you're single yeah if you're single and listening there is a couple people that have even messaged me and I 100% agree and I want to make sure that's acknowledged that there is seasons of like even like college and specifically at the master's graduate level, medical school level that that is like you can't really get busier than that. Yeah. So like, yeah, for sure. So of course, self-care is important in all stages. So we deeply believe in it. We deeply think it's important. And I think it's actually the secret for us of why we have such a sustainable life because we really believe don't in burn it. Out. Yeah. Which we talked about last week with rhythms. This is different though, or a couple weeks ago with rhythms. And so but I, but I do think there's a serious dark side again to self-care. And this is what I want to talk about. This is what I want to talk about. I think self-care, how, how, do, I, how do I propose this? Anytime, <laughs> I'm starting to struggle with that concept because anytime a word becomes buzzy, meaning like it becomes very popular to use the word. Um, it gets misused. It gets misused, but then also it gets popular enough for Madison Avenue to sneak in. And what I mean by that is Madison that? Avenue is the shorthand for like advertisers. Oh. Madison Avenue is the famous um street in new york i believe we're basically like in the heyday of the 1950s what was the there's a show that like uh mad men it's like it's basically like madison avenue is where the culture of what you need what you want what the world says you should desire advertisements commercialism etc is like that's the hub of it or the icon of it and so i think once madison avenue comes into the equation that's when things get very damaging especially for followers of jesus and madison avenue again is heavily heavily now invested in the marketplace of self-care. And what I mean by that is it is now a marketed, consumerable, good self-care. It is not something that actually like is to sustain your life. And so, you know, you, you see the advertisements, right? Like it's this culture of Instagram of like the self-care is, a, it, it's overly licentious, right? Overly, not licentious, overly opulent of like, um, you know, the crazy resort is what self-care is in Bora Bora on the thing that goes over the water. And I'm trying to go there someday. So that'd be awesome <laughs> like, self-care. <laughs> I know. But, but that, or like the bath bomb culture, mm-hmm. which I was laughing with Alyssa, of like those <laughs> bath bombs, if you drop them in the bath and they do all the crazy glitter things. And again, guys, we're not hating. Like I am a bath man. A lot of men are not bath men. I am a bath man. <laughs> give me some salts, give me some candles, give me a book and I'm in. Okay. But that culture, hope you heard what I'm saying. Like that ideal of the bath bomb culture and the just do this and treat yourself culture, you know, <laughs> even though we joke and say that all the time, it's, it, there's a, there's a close line yeah. where that actually becomes kind of self-indulgent. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between self-care and self-indulgent. And there's a difference between true, spiritual, holistic, human, human self-care and commercialism. Or and so, consumerism. And consumerism and mm-hmm. consumption. Which doesn't always bring rest and self-care. Some, sometimes, guys, self-care is you going and serving your neighbor every week, right? Self-care is sometimes going and mowing their lawn every Thursday because that f- makes your heart flourish and gives you a depth of joy. Now, if you've got toddlers and you're in, cra- you're in crazy season, blah, 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 yeah, probably going and doing yard work for someone is not self-care. That would burn you out. <laughs> Right. But I'm just saying like, it does not, self-care does not equal go buy something. And here's one thing I'll say that I yeah. really struggle with self-care. Or check out or numb out. Yes. Escapism and consumerism are kind of mm-hmm. my two problems with self-care that I think mm-hmm. our culture is pushing. Yes. And the first one, consumerism, you talk about escapism and I'll talk about consumerism. The consumerism one, I really struggle with because a lot of people don't know this, but I was raised super poor. Like we, I was thinking the other day, like, uh, me and my mom probably couldn't have without, if we were any more poor, we would have been homeless. Like I can't, we couldn't have gone more poor, which is really interesting. Like 
low, super low income, Section 8 housing, government housing, food stamps, every, every subsidy, every entitlement program, you name, we were a part of. And thankfully, those, like, we needed that and they helped us because my mom was a single mom, super awesome, intent. Like, single moms are heroes. Like, she just had the craziest work ethic and just was a boss. But you just, like, in our society, you just can't really make that work a lot of times in certain, you, you, you're starting two legs down type of thing or whatever that, that phrase is. And so, and so I, I think I'm very sensitive to the large swath of population that is lower income and that is in poverty or that is in a single parenting situation or is in certain um, demographics. And what I mean by that is if self-care, if self-care is not true, if, if your idea of self-care cannot be achieved for them too, then it's not true self-care. Mm. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like if your idea of self-care cannot be achieved by someone who doesn't just have a lot of money, then you have a really bad parodied charactered version of self-care, which probably isn't actually even helping you that much either if you do have a lot of money or if you are middle class and you have decent money, whatever. And so that's the first thing of like it's true self-care has to be able to be achieved by all walks of life mm-hmm. for it to be true self-care. Now, of course, like we've done a baby moon and we've gone to a hotel and we've saved up and gone to these things for really special moments. Of course. I like bath bombs and... Totally. I don't. I'm all about the salts. But anyway, but... Well, with kids, they're really fun. Yeah, totally. So we're not saying... But but I'm saying you do just have to be sensitive yeah. of, of that. And aware of your heart's desires, I think, and what you're inclined to. And, and understand that if you do have the means and that is an an element of self-care, then you can do that. But that is not inherently all self-care means. I think at the base fundamental level, you have to go against the idea that self-care does not equal equal consumerism. It means your heart as a human is flourishing. So that sometimes can mean that you use the power of currency and money to buy you some type of space or energy or tool that can allow you to care for yourself. But sometimes it also means just getting away with a book. Sometimes it means taking a bath. Sometimes it means playing with your kids. Sometimes it means like getting introspective. Like I think that's really what yeah. self-care is. Like if you don't even know what the actual problems of your heart are and the triggers of your heart are and where you actually are most prone to kind of go off the deep end in your personality because everyone has that deep end that we're very much easily with one little step we can kind of go off the deep end. If you don't know those things about yourself, then you're not gonna be able to properly care for yourself. So, so like that's a huge part of self-care is just like self-awareness. Um, the Enneagram is a great tool for that. Other things that we've talked about. What else was I going to say? Oh yeah. Lastly, before you talk about the escapism, cause I got some thoughts there too. I want to hear yours. It really, guys, what this really comes down to is, and we've talked about this in the past with the Greek word telos, right? Which is this Greek word that James K. Smith is kind of popularized in his book. Um, he's a philosopher, Christian philosopher. Um, you are what you love. Phenomenal book. Oh, one yes. of my favorite books of the mm-hmm. year. He talks about this Greek word telos, which essentially in Greek kind of means the end goal or like the chief finish line or vision for your life. Or he kind of describes it as the good life. Like what is your vision of the good life? If you could just have the ideal life at the end of your life and be living in it, what is that? And that's kind of your telos. It's your driving force. You don't realize this is what he says, but that that is what makes you who you are. Whatever your finish line is in the good life way, not just like accomplishments, but like what you want it to kind of feel like and be like. What is the vision of your good life? That's your telos. That drives you, that makes you, and that essentially, like if, if, I, if I could just transport 10 years in the future, that's who I will be, whatever my telos is, right? So hopefully it's a good one. Um, but here's what you have to realize. With the self-care, consumeristic, commercial Madison Avenue movement, followers of Jesus always have to be exceptionally sensitive 
to not adopt the world's telos. Mm-hmm. That's essentially like you have you, you you can take care of yourself and a lot of things can cross over. It can be like a Venn diagram where they meet in the middle and there's crossover. But followers of Jesus always have to be deeply, intensely focused on never letting the telos of the world capture us, like their vision of the good life. And the vision of, and, and here's why I think sometimes self-care, and this is where I'm going to pass the baton to you now, with escapism is bad, is because a lot of times the vision of our good life is to not work. Mm-hmm. Like, like our, and it's to escape the things yeah. that actually Jesus says give you like life. Like work, according to scriptures, is sacred and beautiful and filling and, and incredibly mandated and part of what it means to be human. Um, having a family or having relationships if you're single with your family or with your community or with your dorm mates, all these things like those are, those are according to scripture where life is at. That's the good life. But we say, no, no, don't work and go to Bora Bora. Like if you can actually go to Bora Bora for the rest of your life, that's the vision of the good life according to, according well, to the world. Mm-hmm. When, when like, and never work again. Like works, mm-hmm. we actually have like a very dark side or of work. even if you take it down a notch, like get through the week so you can enjoy the weekend. Same thing, totally. Or with relationships, what I just said. We say if you can escape relationships and just be totally self-autonomous and take care of yourself and you're all you need, which is a kind of a terrible lie we tell in Kirchhoff, then that's the vision of good life. That's a vision of the crappy, horrendous, ridiculous, terrible life according to scripture, right? Mm -hmm. Like, And that's why C.S. Lewis in The Great Divorce in his fiction book paints hell as a picture of where everyone is in isolation, where one person in hell, the nearest person next to that person in hell is like 3,000 miles away. And so just everyone is literally thousands of miles away from each other because it's at, at its core part of hell. And this is fictionalized, of course, but I think it gets at the spirit of it for sure is isolation. Hey guys, back with another sponsor, one of the longest standing sponsors, and we love them. Stamps.com. I've been using them for like eight years, even before they're a sponsor. That's what's really fun and awesome and how organic and native it is to have them as a sponsor, which I love. Now, if you don't know, again, thousands of small business owners have discovered the benefits of Stamps.com just in the recent months working from home, and they've been able to keep their businesses running and avoid the crowds and all these different types of things um, because that's a whole ordeal and a huge errand now, even though it was also before. And so they offer all the... Also, on top of USPS, they offer all the UPS services with discounts up to 62% off and no residential surcharges. So again, they bring all the mailing and shipping services you need right to your computer in the comfort of your own home, whether it's a small business, sending invoices, or shipping out products in a warehouse. You can do US postage 24-7, any letter package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. It's a no-brainer. Saves time and money, you guys. So again, our listeners, you can get a special offer. It includes a four-week four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in lasts. That's stamps.com and enter lasts. Um, but you go. Talk about escapism. <laughs> How can I follow up with that? Talk about escape because I think that's a huge part of it too. Is like, okay, now it's not just mm-hmm. about consuming things right. that are self-indulgent, but now it's, I think people use, and if it's not for escapism, what's it for? Talk well, and I think they go hand in hand. Like the first thought that comes to my mind is when you know, you've had a hard day, a hard moment with your kids, you had a stressful day at work, you come home, you pop open that glass of wine, bottle of beer, glass of wine, <laughs> you get on your phone for 30 minutes just to numb out, check out, yeah. you go online to shop, you go to a store to shop, whatever, like you're wanting to escape um uncomfortableness or mm. maybe that was keep going keep going That's or good. I like a conflict going. or stress or all these things that happen in life that we deal with and 
we want to escape it. And it's hard because it's so, um, it's so, what do you even call that? Like, it's not in your face. Like, it's not like, oh, wow, that was a hard moment. I just need, I'm just going to go numb out yeah, for subtle. 30 minutes. Like, oh, I yeah. feel really stressed right now. I just need a glass of wine. Or I feel really stressed right now. I just need to get on my phone for 10 minutes and see what other moms are doing so I can have some type of joy to handle my kids for the next hour or whatever. Yeah. Like these moments that, um, or I had a really stressful day at work. I'm going to eat this whole pint of ice cream. Whatever it is, yeah. I think we're wanting to, um, and it's we're wanting to escape and kind of numb out from life. And instead of, and I'm not saying those things are inherently wrong. I'm not saying you can't enjoy a glass of wine or get on your phone or have ice cream. Um, oh, dairy-free <laughs> though. Dairy-free. <laughs> but I think it's just really being in tune with kind of what Jeff was saying, being in tune with your heart yeah. and your desires and your longings and what your telos is. And when you get stressed, when it's been a hard day, when you have a moment of like, whew, and where are you turning to? Because um, I think those things in our culture are like, oh, self-care, like just Netflix and chill or whatever it is, instead of taking five minutes and um, just talking to the Lord, like, wow, Lord, I feel really stressed out right now, or today was a really hard day, or that was a really hard moment with my kids, and um, or just getting away for five minutes and having peace or going for a walk or doing those things that actually fill you up and actually bring you peace and actually give you rest instead of just this numbing where then I feel like you go into the next day and it kind of just all builds on itself and you're not you're not finding true rest and you're not having true self-care. You're kind yeah. of just like coasting through life trying to deal. Yeah. And I don't think that's what God has intended for us at all. That's not... He doesn't want us to just cope with life. He wants us to no. flourish and live life abundantly. And I yeah. think that goes hand in hand too with what you were saying about like this autonomy autonomy. And I think we as believers good know word. that community. Oh, okay. I know I'm, okay. I'm learning some good words. We as believers know community is good. We know we can't do life on our own. We desire relationships. But I think if you think about the day in and day out of life, I think a lot of times we just try to do it by ourselves. And whether that's we aren't sharing with our spouse yeah. the real struggles that we've had or the real thoughts we had through the day, or we're not texting our friend and be like, hey, can you pray for me right now? I'm really feeling this. But I think a lot of the times it's like, we're not going to the Lord. We're not talking to him. And instead we go to our phone to numb out or we text people back to, or we like work on something on our to-do list instead of just taking a moment and just talking with the Lord and being aware of his presence and um, rolling our burdens to him. And I think sometimes when we're so go, go, go and so tired and worn out, it's hard for us to even be aware of God's presence and to talk to him and be aware of how we're really feeling and how we're really doing. And so sometimes I think it just starts with like, go take a nap or <laughs> go spend 12 minutes outside walking to just like rest a little bit until you can come to the place of being like, Hey Lord, like this is a hard moment or I'm feeling these things or, or just giving thanks to him. I think a lot of it is just being aware of his presence. I think I'm just learning a lot. I know I'm kind of going off of what you were off the path of what you were talking about, but I'm learning so much right now, just like being aware of God's presence and thinking about letting him into my life and thinking about the things that really give rest, that really give peace, that really give joy. 
and um, and putting off the things that the tell us that I'm telling myself that is not of the Lord and that actually I don't want. And, but I'm following in this, like just this morning, I was journaling about things that I love because I know it's about your heart's desire and your longings. And I'm like, what are things that I love, good and bad? And I had a whole list and then it was like, okay, what are the things that I love that I want to grow on that are good for me and that the Lord wants for me? And when I made that list, it just became so clear, like, oh, I'm believing this tell us that the world is telling me. And I don't want to go there. I don't want to be that person. That doesn't actually fill me up or give me self-care or give me rest. Like, I want to do these things. And even what Jeff was saying about um, what true self-care is, like I, yesterday I sent out three packages to my friends and I was writing notes to them. And that's work. That's like something you have, that's like effort. And, you know, but as I was writing those letters, I was like, this is filling me up so much. I love that I'm going to be sending this note to a friend to encourage them like this is a good thing that I love that the Lord like this is self-care for me in that moment where normally I would think self-care I just need to like go do nothing for a little bit which sometimes a lot of times it is yeah Um, but sometimes it is serving somebody or sending an encouragement or those things but I kind of blabbered on does that no I don't think you blabbered on at all people I think probably want you to talk more than me um no I think that was incredible I think I would agree and say a couple things I just thought of a metaphor. Well, a lot of times our version of self-care is a parody, which just means like it looks similar, but it's hollow. Yes. It looks Good. similar yeah. to the real version, but it's hollow. And so I think you have to take that next step of really asking why asking. and what and what fills me, et cetera. Yeah. Then a metaphor too that I want to use that I, if you think about it too much, it'll probably fall apart and it's terrible, but it made sense for two seconds in my mind. So let's talk about it. <laughs> is true self-care, true self-care is putting is keeping gas in your car so you can drive around normal. Like you keep gas in your car and you have the cadence of putting gas in your car before you get empty. Yeah. Right? Like if like it was only in high school when I ran out of gas because I was an absolute tool and didn't know how that stuff worked and I had $4 to my name and I was driving and I was trying to make it to school and it was snowing and it didn't work and I ran out of gas and I had to walk in the snow. But anyway, that's Is that true? Yeah. Um, I ran out of gas. It was brutal, and it's crazy. It's a real weird feeling when it runs out of gas. It like kind of slowly shuts down. I didn't know it was in the snow. It was. It was like a little bit, not like white, but yeah, it was. It was cold, and it was like thirty degrees. Um, what was I saying with that? But yeah, so like (laughs) ideally, the best situation is to put gas in the car before you run out, Mm -hmm. right? You just keep filling up the car, usually when you're on your way to emptying the tank, so that you can drive around normal. That's good self care. Bad self care is the guy who, when he's angry, storms out the door takes the sports car and drives a hundred miles away, away from the house. Mm-hmm. Like that, I, that's a weird metaphor. If you think about it and it breaks down, it doesn't make sense, but it kind of makes sense in the, in the surface level of like, just like, Oh, I need to get away from this and just floor the car yeah. and go away. It has nothing to yeah. do with gas. Right. And you might, you actually will run out of gas probably out there a hundred miles away or whatever. It's more just about like the, like you just want to, you want the thing that's actually giving you the life there is the thrill or the feel of just getting away. Yeah. Getting away and pushing the pedal to the metal in a car, right? If anyone who's ever kind of driven like that out of anger or whatever, not me. Um, but uh, but the, so again, it breaks down if, it, if you think about it too much, but I think that's kind of it of like, no, self-care is not trying to get away out of either like a strong emotion, like a anger or frustration or whatever. It's actually just keeping gas in your tank so you can just drive your normal life. Mm-hmm. So you can just do your normal things. Hey guys, I want to tell you about a newer sponsor on the show again. That's Liquid IV. We love them. I actually just had a packet today. Uh, I didn't know I was going to even be recording these spots today, but I had one earlier this morning. 
Um, and what it does is it basically just keeps, keeps me hydrated. I try to drink a lot of water and then adding this to that, uh, you know, during the day just is so immensely helpful and beneficial and I feel it in my um, body and it's just awesome. Now, again, that's what I like about it. It doesn't just taste good. doesn't just boost your immunity, but in better sleep and all these different things, but it also just kind of integrates into the needs I already have throughout the day of staying hydrated um, and totally feel a difference on just like my clarity uh, in my mind, no brain fog, I feel like, you know, and so that really helps. So again, if you don't know, Liquid IV is awesome. Basically, one serving of it provides the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water alone. Um, it contains five essential vitamins, more vitamin C than even an orange. It's healthier than sugary sports drinks. It's made with clean ingredients and has the optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, potassium, and all these different types of nutrients that are awesome and needed. Um, and they donate on top of that um, awesome, awesome stuff with the mission that they have in the world, which is really, really cool. Um, and so, yeah, they want to hook you guys up. It's available nationwide at Costco and Target, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the promo code real at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code real at liquidiv.com. So again, get better hydration today, liquidiv.com, promo code real. And so it's not escapism. It's, but sometimes they're similar. Sometimes like those are both cars and those are both driving and they both have gas. The issue is sometimes you just true self-care is understanding where the landmines are in your life that deplete you pretty quickly and having safeguards and things with the Lord or just with your humanness that fill you back up before you get empty. So that's kind of true self-care. And then we have to really push hard to not make self-care consumeristic. Like try, like we of course use money on our self-care and most people do. But I think you should always try one step harder before you pull out the wallet to say, what can I do to take care of myself right now that's free, right? And it's usually, at least for me in my life, they're very small mundane things. Going for a walk, getting outside, riding the electric bike, getting some reading, right? She's kind of smirking because I don't go for a ton of walks. Um, No, I was just smirking at the electric bike. Oh, yeah, (laughs) because it's, yeah, because that involves no work. I press a button. Um, Yeah, or getting on my electric skateboard and (laughs) Um, or which Jeff's gotten never mind go on yeah Um, (laughs) she's about to put me on blast or no and just or reading a book is a huge one for me yes Um, kind of morning time is a huge one for me just like really simple cadences right really simple flag points in your life and so I think that's just really really important Uh, and 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 if and you want to set up self-care that has a longevity for your whole life and so the freer it is the better it is in that sense right the freer it is, the be- the more you can actually set yourself up for longevity. Well, I think I'm just realizing as I was journaling this morning, like the things that really fill me and actually give real true self-care are those free things. Mm-hmm. Are like for me, I have a problem. I just in my fringe hours, I would say I'm on my phone a lot. And I'm realizing it's kind of giving me this telos of like consumerism totally. or the vision um, it's giving for it's your good like, life. Yeah. It's not numbing out for me, but it's just like wanting to see what other people like. I love Instagram, but I just realized today I need to set a time limit yeah. on it because I realized this week when I put my phone away, that's when I feel real totally. self-care. Like when at night when we don't turn on Netflix or are on our phones and I'm reading or we're talking or I'm crafting something for me that fills me up and that gives me the the what do you call that the stamina to keep going and I'm not saying everyone is like that I'm not saying the Lord you know this is the godly way to do it at all I think you have to get away with the Lord and really check your heart and ask him what 
fills you up and what keeps you going and what. But I think in this age of our phone where it's always with us, I think we need to come back to like having some silence, having some space to just like breathe and think and talk with the Lord and be aware of doing things with our hands or I think, and I think that goes for everyone. Like whether, however you handle your phone, I think just putting, even if it's just text messaging, sometimes that gets stressful because you're like always, you like send a message and then you're anticipating someone to text you back. And so just putting it away for a little bit, I think it just lets us breathe a little bit. And that's a great place to start for true self-care. Totally. And then I'll end with this guys, just to clarify. And we're purposely... Well, I think you actually get a lot of practical ideas we laid out here, but I think purposely too, we're keeping it a little philosophical and critiquing of certain elements because you have to figure it out on your own. You really do have to like, what is that for you? Mm -hmm. Like we talked about on the Rhythm Podcast a couple weeks ago, like Alyssa, self-care for her is getting an actual break of like an hour or two a week where she can get away, where it's no responsibilities. It's not just like a fringe hour where she already, the kids would already be down or whatever to journal, to think, to pray, et cetera. I don't need that, right? So we're different people, Um, but I need other things. One thing I'll say is this, Um, don't buy the lie either or the parody that self-care just means self-indulgent. And what I mean by that, or that you'll automatically like it. There's things that you should be doing for self-care that you probably hate or, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) that sometimes are hard. It takes effort to totally. Well, here's what I'll say. Like going to the doctor guys is not treat yourself, (laughs) but going to the doctor is the epitome of self-care right? Like you will die if you don't get checkups every five years. Or if you have kind of a cold or you're kind of running low on the gas tank, you know, like the metaphor we used earlier and you don't go, well, then you probably aren't going to know that you need gas or whatever, right? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just saying like going to the doctor is not treat yourself mentality, but it's, but you, uh, that's the definition of self-care. And another one I'd use is like, it's not always things you love. So like we host a small group in our house every single Thursday and we love it. It's amazing. And it's life-giving, but anyone who knows in a small group mentality, Once you're together for the long haul, there is just random weeks where you're tired and you don't feel like it. You're just like, oh, I'm tired. I want to go to bed or, you know, like, or I just want to call in sick or whatever. Everyone's been there who's in a small group mentality. But I would argue going still faithfully is self-care. It's like I'm taking care of myself knowing that if I put myself in this position every week, week in and week out over the long haul, that'll give me life and sustain me and help me and provide anchors in my life and in our community and in our marriage and with, with our kids. So stuff like that, it just doesn't automatically mean like it's enjoyable or treat yourself or cost money or is special or no, it's like what, like it's a diagnostic tool essentially with a solution that is supposed to serve you. And so there will be things that are enjoyable and there will be things that aren't. But I think that's the main thing I wanted to talk about. And can I add? Yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes it takes time to figure out what actually is self-care. Like sometimes you'll try something that's self-care and you're like, actually that was terrible. I feel even worse after that. And then sometimes you'll be like, Oh, this thing, this is what fills me up. I feel like this is what I need. Yeah, here, here's and a So quick... I think it's giving yourself grace of too of like, this was good, this wasn't, or today I need this, totally. not this. Here's a really quick exercise we'll leave you guys with, okay? And I've heard it a couple different ways, but uh, the way I like to think about it is get out a quick pa- piece of paper or do it on your notes app right now if you're listening at the gym or if you've you know, been a parking spot, listening in the car, whatever, don't do it while you're driving. Um <laughs> And write down five things that fill you up, five things that yeah. drain you in a really micro level, right? Don't put like your job because that would be a really like cataclysmic thing of being like, you know, maybe it is your job that drains you, but I would just say, and then you have to, you have a big decision ahead of like, yeah, I'm saying small We're things. We're not going that deep right So now. like five things that fill you. Mm-hmm. So like for me, that would be watching YouTube videos sometimes, sometimes that's Jimmy drain. Fallon. Yeah. Yes. Like I kind of <laughs> like watching and researching and things on there. Woodworking, 
uh, reading books, um, good coffee, and whatever. Um, is that five? Yeah, or four. Legos. And Lego. Lego. Which... There's no plural. Um, did you know that? Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's kind of like when you're a, when you're an AFOL like me, you kind of like have to keep people accountable. So it's just <laughs> Lego. It's Legos the singular. Legos the plural. Wait, say it again. Lego is the singular, and Lego the same word is the plural. Oh. Kind of like there's a couple of words like that. In the yeah, there are. I'm trying to think of it. Yeah, but like, I'm an I'm an AFOL, and if you don't know what an AFOL is, guys, adult fan of Lego. Kinsley's a KFOL, kid fan of Lego. It's kind of like a little tribe. Um. <laughs> Okay, guys, last sponsor of the show. Now, you know, with everything going on right now, a lot of people are asking, I mean, is it even possible to buy life insurance right now? Things are volatile. Things are kind of all over the place. Uh, But maybe you're also thinking about it right now just because of the variables and the volatility. And I would say, yes, the answer is yes, you can. It's still easy to shop for life insurance right now. And if you have loved ones, depending on your income, you also probably should um, for the fathers and and mothers working out there specifically. Um, Now, right now, you should save, you could save 15 hundred dollars or more a year by using policy genius to compare different life insurance policies so when you're shopping for a policy that could last for a decade or more those savings seriously add up um, and if you don't know what it is basically policy genius is an insurance marketplace so it's built and backed by a team of experts here's how it works you go to policygenius.com and in minutes you work out the coverage you need and compare quotes then you apply for your lowest price then the policy genius team handles all the paperwork and it works for you, not the insurance company. So that makes a big difference. And they have all the policies which allow eligible customers to skip the in-person medical exam, which is awesome. And that kind of service has earned Policy Genius a five-star rating across 1,600 reviews. So again, if you need life insurance, head to policygenius.com right now to get started. You could save $1,500 or more a year by comparing quotes on their marketplace. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. But uh, what was I going to say? What were we saying? Sorry. Those are the things that fill you up. Um, what are the things that don't fill you up? Five things that drain Oh, you. yeah. So then what would drain me, I would think it'd be if we usually have, if we usually have two to three commitments in the week with other people, <laughs> like I can only, like one or two fills me, yeah. two to three, three to four drains me. Mm-hmm. Like if there's four birthday parties that week or like a family over for dinner plus we're going to this picnic thing and plus a kid's birthday, that's a little stretching for me personally. But I love people and they feel me, but I've learned that I have a calf. Um, yeah. And so also like that, uh, that's an easy one. Like over, oh, basically an overcommitted schedule with other people mm-hmm. per week. That drains me. Um, not being able to get up and actually have my time before the kids get up, that drains me, even though it takes more work to get up. So again, this is interesting how these happen, right? Um, what are some more? Um, Dairy. <laughs> I love the dairy fills me up and then it definitely drains me. If you know what I mean, <laughs> it fills me and then it drains me. That one's on both lists. Uh, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll just late nights. There. Yeah. I can't stay up past like if I stay up past 10 more than two nights in a row, it's the week is crap after that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, so, okay. So anyways, do that exercise. Super easy. It just took us two minutes. And then I just don't think people even do that a lot of times. So then they don't realize like, or I feel like you need to do it often. Yeah. Like every, every couple, quarter. Yeah, exactly. Every couple months do it, it and do it in a micro way. And then it's a simple exercise. And then when you see it on paper, it's a really simple principle. You just go, okay, let's try to do less of that, more of that. Boom. Mm-hmm. Solved. Yeah. Like it's that easy. I'm like, let me try to, let me try to put these things that fill me in front of my face more. Mm-hmm. So I like really good coffee. Okay. Let me make sure I drink my really good coffee and have the nice beans and mm-hmm. do the Chemex mm-hmm. and the press and all that stuff. Okay. 
or I really like good books. Okay, let's make sure I'm reading a book then and set some principles where I'm not on my phone all the time, you know, or all the, every night, every week, but maybe a couple times I'm watching YouTube videos, a couple times reading books. And if it's draining me, well, then let's make sure to really protect our schedule or this, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's what I would say. But would you, what would you end though? We just, we're going a little bit longer than usual. Um, but yeah, what would you end or what would be final thoughts you'd have? Self-care. I mean, I, th- I think it's all said. Well, guys, <laughs> we never know how to end. But no, seriously, guys, we hope this encouraged you. And here's, yeah. the, main, here's the main thing I want to leave you guys oh, with. I will. Can I end with this? Oh, yeah. I mean, yours is probably a lot better. Go ahead. Preach. I just want to say, I, the Lord wants us to take care of ourselves. Yes, that's, He wants yeah. us to come to a place of rest. He doesn't want us to be burned out. He doesn't want us to be overwhelmed or stressed or um, so busy or numbing out. Like those are not things of the Lord. He wants us to be flourishing. Flourishing. Full. And so I think self-care is a godly principle. I think it's a spiritual discipline, but I think it's really realizing, okay, what what does that mean then? What really fills me up? What is my heart's motivation? What do I really love? And I think it's just getting away. It may take you 10 minutes to just journal it out real quick. And I think, but anyway, so encouragement to do this exercise, to really think about it, to um, ask yourselves those questions. Totally. And I'll I'll end with this, guys. This is one last final thought. Um, Because we wanted to be really practical, so that's why we were trying to talk about this. But now taking it to even um, making sure we really hear the core issue as followers of Jesus. And that is that, Jesus, like this isn't just, you don't just take care of yourself so that you have a a self that's taken care of. You take care of yourself so that then you can be fully human as an image bearer of God who Mm -hmm. then can live on mission to do what God said, which is love God and love neighbor. And we see this clearly too, that when you are stepping out in service, meaning if you're pouring yourself out, self-care is important, but Jesus will actually take care of that for Mm. you if you let him. Right. Yeah. So you don't, you're not responsible for all this. You don't have to bear that burden of like refilling your, all these things. Like he will take care of you if you sit at his feet. And the one, the one example I think of is when Jesus fed the 5,000. Now, I rarely hear people preach on this when they preach on this, but it's not a coincidence that Jesus had 12 disciples. And when he fed the 5,000, there was actually leftovers. That's what's crazy, right? So he fed 5,000 people. And I've tried, we try to feed 30 people and there's usually like, it usually all gets eaten, right? Um, and so you try to feed 5,000 and there was lefties? I'm like, let me get those lefties, okay? Um, it's because Jeff wasn't there on the hill that that's day. That's true, that's true, that's true. Um, <laughs> And, but, but with that, how many, if you go read the story, how many baskets were left over the amount of leftovers and the amount of baskets that were left over was exactly how many disciples Jesus had. So again, it's almost like he knew, like he prepared and, and they were the ones helping and serving and administering the 5,000. That was, if you actually think about the logistics set, that's a crazy long day trying to feed 5,000 people. And they were kind of in charge of it. But Jesus knew, and there was an abundance. Jesus is not a God of scarcity, right? There was abundance that spilled over from Jesus's miracle and his nature and how he wants to take care of people for people that were even closer to him, not the crowds, but his actual disciples. And there was just the right amount for them, for them to be full themselves. So when you're taking care of other people, Jesus will take care of you if you let him. So Good word. that's all we got. <laughs> no, hey, we love you guys. We hope you're encouraged. Like usual, hop in on Instagram, hop in on social. We'd love to hear from you. This stuff, we want to be a two-way street. Podcasts are amazing, but they're actually really terrible at having a conversation unless you guys record a podcast and answer us. Um, so hop on our Instagram and let us know what you thought on Tuesdays and Wednesdays when we do those posts. And uh, yeah, we love you guys. Have a good rest of the week. Bye.